The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates. You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by the Hartford. Welcome back to another episode. Hey, guys. That's Hi. You know, it's funny. I follow um, on Snapchat. Um, I'm going to admit this to everybody. As a 52-year-old man, I'm admitting this publicly. I do follow Kim Kardashian. I knew you were going to say that. And Khloe Kardashian on Snapchat. I know that sounds incredibly creepy. And I guess it is. Uh, my wife also follows them as well. I find I'm a huge fan of hers. And I think that, um, and I, I'm fascinated by their lives. And you just reminded me, like, what Kim Kardashian does on her Snapchat and Chloe does, they, people send them products. Yeah. So she'll be like, she'll be like, hey, guys, look at all this great new cosmetics <laughs> I got from this company. Or like, you know, hey, everybody. You know, like she's always like, that's the way she talks on Snapchat. It's very funny. That's a big, this is a big topic. We should talk about this some other time. But there's a huge industry out there of, um, influencers yes, do influencer marketing, sure, and sure. if you do have a product and you want to do some, got to pay them influencers. Hey, if you want uh, Kendall Jenner, Kim's younger sister, to send a tweet, I read it's one hundred fifty thousand dollars. You're in the wrong job. That's oh all I can say. And goodness. so am I. So is that amazing? That's what they. That's, that's what they crazy. charge. One tweet. One there tweet. are a lot of influencers, mostly fashion bloggers, yes. on Snapchat. Who, if you send them, you don't have to. I don't think you have to pay them for this. They will go through and open the boxes and boxes and boxes of products they get every day, and just be like, "Oh, isn't that cute? I got another pair of shoes from J Crew." And you don't have to pay them for that, really? They'll do I that for free. Know. I don't know. I think they do think that for free. I would think they get paid for. I guess I'm just really naive. Yeah, that's naive. Because, I mean, come on, why else would they, you know, I'm sure they're going to get paid. And I thought the Kardashians always said, hey, dolls. No, I don't think so. No, Kim hasn't called me doll in a long time. It's more like, hey, guys, hey, everybody, look at this really cool. Oh, their Snapchats are great. What's also cool in Kim's Snapchats, by the way, she stopped doing them for a while after the whole incident in Paris when she was tied up and all that. But before that, she was... um, um, she would be snapping like backstage at Kanye's concert and stuff, and like it's cool, it's fun. It is cool. Yeah, it I is think cool. she's. I think it's really fun. Question for you: yes. Do you ever scroll through your phone at night when you're getting ready to go to bed? Yes. Have you heard about blue light? Yes. It's the light that it. Just for the record, listeners, I'm not a doctor, and I right. don't claim to be one. Right. Um. Apparently, the blue light emitted by all our electronic this devices. I have not heard. Okay, go ahead. Kind of simulates sunshine, which you're not supposed to see at night. Like your body's supposed to be. As soon as it gets dark out, your body's supposed to be winding down. Really. So, I purchased a pair of glasses on Amazon because I'm again really naive, and I just. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that'll help. I'll buy that. They're like eight bucks. They're so ugly. Like I walk around with these orange glasses on. So as soon as it turns nine o'clock, I put my glasses on to watch TV, look at my phone. And I have to say... Hold on. for Wait. Get a step back. Are these prescription glasses? No. They're just So like, you're walking around the house after 9 o'clock yeah. with, with these orange, ugly glasses. Yes. Every yeah. night you're walking around. Yes. Okay. Yes. And, and only because they limit the blue they light. They limit that's the blue out. light. So 
I think when you have blue light, your brain doesn't produce or your body doesn't produce melatonin, which you need to go to sleep. Guys, I want you to know right now, this is Jean talking. My co-host is a lunatic. <laughs> She's gone insane. So... <laughs> she spent $8 on a pair of glasses to limit the blue light. The blue yeah. light and she a... wears them around her yeah. house. I, you know what, guys? I'm an early that adopter. Like, you're all going to be hearing about oh, this soon. Oh, sure. Yeah. There was recently an article in the New York Times about this. Okay. So anyway... It blocks the blue light, so then when you go to bed and you try to go to sleep, you fall asleep easier and you stay asleep longer. And okay. I have to say, I've been using them for about three weeks. Mm -hmm. It has worked. Okay. And I don't have sleeping problems, so it's mm -hmm. just made my sleep like even that much better. So I'm going to link to those in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> and you can try them out. But if you're a business owner, you're busy, you're like feeling like frazzled and stressed, the best thing you can do for yourself is get a good night's sleep. Yes, that's And true. I know all business owners are sitting there right before they turn the light out. The last thing they do is scroll through and check their emails. This so you is just also true. Slip your orange glasses on and. Okay, so that's not going to happen. But what I'll try and do is limit the amount of viewing of my emails before I go to bed. There was actually a Freakonomics podcast about this. Okay. And I'm going to link to that, too. Okay. I think you'd enjoy it. All right, we're going to be right back with our first question about an employee who's stealing Post-it notes. I bet Gene's going to love this one after we hear from our sponsor. The Small Business Ahead podcast is brought to you by the Business Owner's Playbook. Whether you're a seasoned small business owner or just starting out, the Business Owner's Playbook is your go-to destination for how to run your business. From business plan templates to advice on managing employees, the Business Owner's Playbook features up-to-date, sound advice on running your business. Okay, we're back. Our question is from Haim in Port Charlotte, Florida. We have a lot of Florida listeners. We do. Including your Florida. mom. Yeah, that's right. Oh my God, my mom again. Go ahead. So he writes, I've noticed one of my employees stealing post-it notes. Honestly, <laughs> I'm angrier about the cliche than the theft. Should I address it? And if so, how? Gene, I am just going to let you answer this one. <laughs> I, I, it's, uh, stealing is stealing. You shouldn't be stealing anything. Everybody in the world steals office supplies yeah. from whatever company. That's just that that is just going to happen. Um, you know, you, you you can. It depends on this employee. Like maybe that's your reason to fire the employee because the employee is terrible in other parts of their job. So it, maybe they're they're helping you by giving you that reason because they're stealing from the company. Or if the employee is a decent, competent employee or a good employee, and they happen to have a uh, a thing for stealing post-it notes for whatever they're using it for. Uh, the very least that I would do is uh, make note that I know, you know, like saying, you know, hey, you know, John, I, you know, what's going on with post-it notes? I noticed that you've been taking them home. Is there, you know, I mean, I would kind of make a joke of it, but I would make it at the same point. Like, I, I see that you're taking these post-it notes um, and leave it at that, right? Yeah. Okay, and then go and run your business. Enough. I feel like if, he wasn't trying to get rid of this employee, it wouldn't bother him. Like, he but wouldn't even be... It's, yeah, clearly, this employee annoys him further. Yeah. Now, by the way, when you run a company, even a company my size with 10 people, everybody's not going to be your favorite person. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, there, there not are... Not everyone can be your Corey. Not everybody can be my Corey. That's exactly right. And there, there are all, oftentimes people that are in your company where you're like, yeah, I'm, like, this, I'm, like, I'm not crazy about it. But you know what? They, they show up to work every day. They do a good job. They do their thing. I'm like, I don't expect to be best friends with everybody in my company just because they work for my company. So uh, if this guy annoys you, but he still was a good worker or whatever, 
I wouldn't let your emotions get involved. You know, then say, oh, yeah. this, this is it. The post-it notes. This guy's getting on my nerves. And now I hear he's stealing post-it notes. He's out of here. But if, you know, if he's a productive employee, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. Meanwhile, if he's a lousy employee, you know, and, and this is like one of a few things that he's doing, you can use it as ammunition against him. I have to say, I hate post-it notes. <laughs> I just, I like the idea, but then when you walk by someone's computer, our our producer, Mike Kelly, is like this. He just has like a million post-it that notes. That guy is also, unreal. What a mess. <laughs> Mike Kelly is the one who got me into the orange glasses, too. Oh, no. So is he wearing them at home as oh, well? Oh, yeah, yeah. For goodness sake. <laughs> I got to talk to him when we're done. Oh, my Maybe goodness. Maybe we'll put some selfies of us wearing our that orange would, glasses. Uh, that I would like to notes. see so that we can mark They're them up. They're so make unattractive. But as for post-it notes, I actually... I really i guess people still use but i never yeah. use them everything i do I, I take notes online yeah take I notes online know. or i have one notebook that i use because i have a notebook as well if i start using different notebooks forget right. it like it, things will be all over the place right. but i know people are really committed to post-it notes so the post-it notes issue is that it's an over i just if i could just make sure i also say office supplies I said this earlier they get stolen by employees yeah. and every it happens to every single company it's almost like this like I don't know, a rite of passage. Like employees just feel like it's an extra bit of compensation yeah. to take home a few pens. It just it is what it is. You've got to make the choice if you're going to be a curmudgeon about it or not. Agreed. Um, and, and, but again, if somebody is kind of stepping over the line a little bit, assuming they're a decent employee, but they're taking too many post notes home, you got to make them aware that you know it. And hopefully they'll be smart enough to know to cut it out. Cut it out. Or eliminate it. All right, we'll be right back with question two about working evening hours instead of a nine to five schedule after we hear from our sponsor. Are you looking to expand and grow your small business but don't have time to keep up with the latest trends in technology? We've got you covered with the weekly Small Biz Ahead newsletter. Sign up today and start receiving our weekly email chock full of the latest tools and resources to help you run a successful business. Find us at smallbizahead.com. Okay, we're back. This next question is from Esther in Bowling Green. And Esther writes, I run a small consultancy and find that I'm much more productive in the evenings. Do I need to stick to a nine to five schedule on days when my employees work from home? I feel like, don't most business owners just work 12 hours a day anyway? <laughs> I think you need to be, if your employees are going to be asking you, like, basically as a business owner, you are the decision maker. Right, it's your like company. You're making the decision. Yeah. So I don't think you can blow your employees off. No. Uh, you hit it right on the head. I mean, it's like, look, look it's your, your thing, man. It's your business. So you want to work just in the evenings and not work during the days, even though your employees are working during the days? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, suit yourself. But... I wouldn't do that if I knew that my people were working during the day and I, they had questions and, you know, and, and by the way, the rest of the world is working during the day, even though you like to work in the evenings, um, I would be uh, accommodate, accommodating that and changing yeah. my schedule. It's my business. I mean, yeah. I, you know, and, and the other thing is I also think like when I talk about my people um, as well as, you know, my customers, but I'm, you know, I'm there to serve them. Like, I want my people to do the best job possible so they could make me money. So whatever I can do to help them do their best job possible, I want to do because it serves me. So if that means, like, I need to be available during the day because they have questions or issues come up, um, and if they don't get answered on time, it's going to cost me money. Um, I That's not in my best interest. Yeah. I can see maybe 
you work in the morning, in the afternoon, you have some errands to run or something for a couple hours, but you have your phone with you, right. you're checking your email, sure. you're available, and then maybe in the evening, that's when you do your deep thinking tasks. Like you do your goal setting, Agreed. your projections, your planning, when no one's around, no one's gonna bother you. Although I'm assuming if you run a consulting business, clients are probably bothering all you the all the time. As you know, like I, I travel a lot um, and I'm kind of always running around and a lot of business owners I know are the same. I never have an out of office yeah. message on my phone. And my people, mainly because everybody's out spread around at jobs and projects, Nobody knows when I'm off the clock or on the clock. They just yeah. assume that I'm on the clock. And I have this thing. It's called a smartphone. <laughs> and I get my emails on it throughout the day. And I respond, you know, and, and stay current. So this whole work hours thing is kind of old school, you know? Yeah. I mean, you, you choose the hours you're going to do your, that, that most suit the profitability of your business. Definitely. All right, we'll be right back with Gene's word of brilliance. Yes. Running a business is challenging, and you probably don't always have the time to research new strategies, market trends, and develop skills. But imagine if you could have all the latest information on running a business delivered to you every week. Luckily, there's the weekly Small Biz Ahead newsletter. We offer some of the best information available for business owners, ranging from topics such as time management, game-changing technology and apps, to developing management and leadership skills. Sign up today for the Small Biz Ahead newsletter at smallbizahead.com. And we're back with Gene's word of brilliance. I have a word for you today, and that word is recruiting. Nice, okay. Recruiting. And the reason why I bring up the word uh, recruiting is um, recently Facebook has announced a big competitive service um, to go against LinkedIn, and it's for jobs. It's, it's, called, it's, it's called Facebook Recruiting, and what it does is, is there are new tools um, so that if you have a company page on Facebook now, you can actually list jobs that are available on Facebook because a lot of people are on Facebook uh, coming and visiting your page, looking for jobs, searching around. 58% of people that are searching for jobs nowadays are searching on social media. Mm -hmm. So before, and really, you know, right now, LinkedIn is sort of like the dominant place. If yep. you're looking for a job, you're going on LinkedIn and looking around and, you know, that's because LinkedIn is nothing more than a database of resumes, isn't yes. it, when you think about it? So, and LinkedIn has profited off of that and they built a, you know, a whole line of business for businesses to use to recruit employees and also for employees to apply for jobs. Now Facebook's getting into it. There are 50 million small business pages on Facebook wow. and 2 billion users um, on Facebook. It is a huge, huge place and a big place where my small business clients are. And uh, now those, if you're a small business and you're active on Facebook and your customers are there and your employees are there, now you can actually list jobs in your company there wow. as well. And have people re reply to those jobs and you can message them, communicate with them about any job opportunities there. I think it's a big thing for a lot of businesses. That's great. You got to go where people are and they're on Facebook. They're on Facebook. So you just look for Facebook jobs, Facebook recruiting tools, and you'll see a whole bunch of cool stuff that's available for you to use. Interesting. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. And we'll be back next week with another episode of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. Thanks for joining Elizabeth and Jean for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small business trends straight from the small business experts, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com.